This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Hey, this is Evan. Hey, Jason Underwood. And we hope you're enjoying the shows on the Danger Entertainment Network now, including the Bearded Ones Comedy Podcast. Yeah, we're super thrilled to be a part of this awesome lineup, guys. Um, and what we do here on our show is it's, look, we are just trying to make you guys laugh through all kinds of different avenues. Hear me out here. Yeah. Hear me out. Please. What we are is we're two geeky white dudes talking and trying to be funny. Yeah, not trying to blow in your mind here with, uh, <laughs> with something brand, brand new, new, but, um, yeah. you never heard anything like this we talk about star wars <laughs> we talk about superheroes we're talking about marvel movies man look we are we're cutting some damn we're, we're, we're breaking some damn boundaries over we here. are breaking new ground yeah but for real what we do is we play invented games yeah and we try to spin everything into a brand new fun game that we've made yeah. up um we filter it all through that sensibility and we're both improvisers so a lot of what we talk about ends up in, in, in sort of a scene that we have a lot of fun with we talk about our lives pop culture and movies we talk about a little bit of everything so if that's what you like check us out bearded ones comedy podcast on the danger entertainment network they look like vikings you're listening to a weeby geeks network podcast produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam mini studio Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. To another episode of Wookie Radio, it is the Smugglers Three, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How you guys doing? As the sound of crickets is happening, and I'm doing fantastic. And Derek is quiet. I'm here. <laughs> there he is. So I, I muted my mic for the intro, and I forgot to turn it back on. <laughs> I did the same thing. I'm like, okay, wait, wait, wait. There's the bagpipes, and on. <laughs> um, check out the homepage real quick, and I'm getting ready to do this as a live read. That will be played during the right after the task game and CAD before the intro. So part of our pre-roll. That way we don't have to waste with this anymore. Um, check out our webpage. Along the right-hand side is our affiliates. Check them out. Check out our partners, Heroes and Villains, and Found Me. Use the code SMUGGLERS for 15% off your first purchase. Um, and hey, I'm going to say it. Just because I can, Heroes and Villains just dropped a new Star Trek Klingon versus Federation line. 
I know it's not Star Wars, but this is some great looking stuff for, for Star Trek as well. And they even have a Federation backpack, which looks awesome. It's very cool. Um, also, too, uh, they have a pretty cool looking uh, Klingon Empire sling bag, which if they're starting to do sling bags, I uh, wouldn't be surprised if we start to see one for Star Wars coming or even DC or Marvel. Could be another great backpack to wear to the parks or for travel, however you want, whatever your flavor is. That Klingon denim jacket looks awesome. I like the bomber. I li- yeah, I like the Federation bomber jacket, too. Yeah. The Klingon one almost looks like a um, biker jacket. Yeah, yeah. I love I love all the Fleet Yards stuff, which I, which to me is great because they're touching on, fle- on on all that. Like the lanyard, the Fleet Yards security lanyard. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. that's very awesome. So, um, also, too, check out our web store where you get some great merchandise like Wookiee Radio baseball jerseys, which you can wear over a turtleneck. If you guys want it, let me know. I will look into potentially Wookiee Radio football jerseys, mm. if that's something you guys are potentially interested in uh but there's some great hats t-shirts sweatshirts wool being uh the knit beanies uh and more so all that check that out um and the cool thing with the wookie radio hats you have them with the actual logo with our vintage uh trapezoid yes that would be the proper turn because it's not square or rectangle it's on an angle so that'd be a trapezoid right yep something like that (laughs) or a parallelogram because both sides are parallel uh God, can you tell I have a kid and I'm having to remember crap from the past? Um, also, too, uh, so check all that out. So there is no also, too. Um, so where do we begin? Okay, I could tell by y'all's resistance to this question. We need to start with resistance. Well, that is the big news from the week. <laughs> it's about the only news we have this week. So how <laughs> long can we stretch out, talk about Star Wars, this week's episode of Star Wars Resistance, titled Live Fire. Wait, did I watch it this week? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I was going to say, oops, too late. <laughs> <laughs> so, since this is our only story and we got a lot to cover, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this slow. Choosing sides. Is that slow enough? Think we'd get a full hour if I read it like this? Maybe. Okay. Well, this is coming from uh, StarWars.com. It's their bucket list. Um, it's a good way of recapping and allows us to put in some discussion on top of uh, what they say as it jogs our memory. I know me, I watch it early Sundays, usually around 12, 30, 1 o'clock. I know there's football on, but it's my one time to really get a chance to, to watch it at work. Uh, there was no football. The Browns had a bye week. I know. It was great. The Dolphins had a bye week two weeks ago, and they still lost. Ah. <laughs> anyway, choosing sides, uh, Lynn Gava, who we met in season one as part of Jace Ruckland's race team, has joined the First Order. Alongside alongside him, Gork Wells, on the other hand, has stayed aboard the Colossus and can be seen cheering to hype success. So the, Lynn, I believe, is the one who tried to steal the hyperfuel. I don't remember. <laughs> Me. I know two other people with her. <laughs> All right, so we're going to look up Lynn Gava. Lynn Gava. No, Lynn Gava was the female who was the mechanic on Jace's team. Okay. She's the one that kind of had, like, the welder's mask. Mm. Well, now we know. Um, whereas Gorik, Gorik Wiles, I believe that's the uh, the alien we see in front of Hype. I could be wrong, but I'm not. He's the Solston standing okay. in front of Hype in this picture on the bucket list. Um Number two, one, we see a really nice character key 
for for this character is Lieutenant Gaelic. And I love how they do the shadow silhouette of the helmet over her head. There's really not a lot of forehead room in the front of these uh, trooper helmets. Nope. Or the pilot helmets. They they come in pretty tight in the front. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, um, if you want it, read the old EU books. Some, I don't know if they um, if they still it still works, but if I remember right, there was actually switches inside the helmet for stormtrooper helmets and stuff that you could you would move with your chin or with your tongue or something to actually key different frequencies and stuff. Yeah, so you had to have it close to the face to do stuff like that. But that was an old EU explanation. I don't know how close they're going to keep with that. Right. So who is Lieutenant that, Gaelic? Go ahead, Derek. That's not that's a that sounds weird to me. Just switches you move with your tongue or chin or. Aeon, Aeon Flux as a Imperial Trooper. Yeah, I think the idea was that um, it would be totally hands-free for switching between between um, your actual speaker on the outside of the helmet or into your comms. Then what's the purpose of holding a comm link or having a comm link? The stormtroopers you never you've never seen with one. No, but they carry it on their on their person. Is it Bluetooth connected to their helmets? I don't know because Christina. Uh, um, yeah, well, we've seen plenty of times where um, troopers or something you can tell they're talking, but there's no noise coming out. Right. So does that mean there were black ver- there were black or gray versions for the imperial officers, or did they walk around holding a white one that stood out against their uniform? I don't know. Well, I'm sure comics come in all kinds of different shapes and sizes. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, everyone we've ever seen in the movies or even on the shows, they're all white with the black grip. No. Uh, remember in um, all the way back to the Phantom Menace, it was that razor. Uh, um, razor handle looking thing. That was the Jedi comlink. But it was comlink. That's what I'm saying. Now the Imperial issue ones might be different, but I'm saying they they come in all kinds of different shapes and sizes. Right. But the one the, the primary two we've seen is the Jedi comlink, which is the old Gillette women's razor. Yeah. Or the cylinder that we've come to know and love, and that I own one that's Bluetooth. Uh, yeah. Well, that for, one for officers, I think officers actually have pockets and stuff. Right. Yeah. But it seems like because we see him in Resistance, we see we saw him in in the original trilogy. I think we see them. Don't we see them in? Uh, we saw them used in Rogue One. They're all the same style. It, it's the white tube with the black grip is what is what we've been seeing. Well, the manufacturer of that one got the contract with the with the Empire. It's gonna be. Um, so they got everybody had to use theirs. <laughs> this episode marks the introduction of Lieutenant Gaelic. As per First Order military protocol, the honorific Sir could be applied to both men and women officers. An earlier version of the script named her Lieutenant Jimmy's. So, or is that sweet Jimes or Jimes? Gaelic sounds familiar though. It's like a name from the past. It's also a a uh, language, <laughs> a Celtic language. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, that was bad. That was poor. It was. Yeah, but I could have. All right, where's my Wikipedia? I know the name. Somebody search Wikipedia for Gaelic. Hang on, let me get there. Because I, I know... I don't even know who she's voiced by. I didn't recognize the voice. Christine Dunford. Um, We got... There's a Gaelic... 
Fire, F-Y-I-A-R, that was a military scientist that served Lord Hethrier's Empire Reborn faction of the Imperial um, Remnant from way back in the old EU. Oh, wait, no, wait, this may, actually, I think Imperial Remnant, this might be um, from, like, the Aftermath novels or something is what it sounds like. Let me get it better. No, 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 this is from an old game. Okay. Because I just see the, yeah, it's from Jedi Knight 2 in Jedi Academy. Um, let me go back and see what else we can find. You got a Galia, Garrick Logan. It's the closest we got to it. Or wait, there's another Gaelic here. It's a species. Right. Galen Merrick from... Yeah, but that's Galen. Force a week, yeah. There's also Galen Ursa. Yeah. There's another Gaelic that was a um, volunteer soldier from the Naboo Royal Security Forces. Okay. I I I thought there was more to Gaelic than, than there was. Yeah. Apparently, I am wrong. Um, so, yeah, I'm wrong. Anyway, to continue on, um, number three is I'll Take That Bet. Earlier versions of the story had patrons in Anzi's bar betting on the outcome of training missions with Niku and Wiles involved. A little side betting on training? Sure. Yeah. Now, what I going back to Gaelic, one of the things I liked was the interaction between her and, and Tam. Mm, yeah. There in the beginning, they show up late, out of uniform. Like, ooh, okay. <laughs> Bit of a hard nose here. Uh, set for stun. Technically, Starship Weaponry doesn't have stun settings, but the phrase is used commonly and informally to describe low-power settings, even in ship-to-ship weapons. Yeah, that one was a little funny to me, too. <laughs> I wanted to go, yes, Captain Kirk. First time I heard it. <laughs> set guns to stuns. There are stun settings in um, in Star Wars because the stormtrooper, the right. um, blasters yeah. have stun. There's one yeah. set for stun, but not on ship lasers. Yeah. Uh, what's the next one? Number five. Look at the size of that thing. This thing was cool. The the creature on the ice yeah. moon is just simply yeah. known as an ice creature in early story development, uh, according to Pablo Hildago of Lucasfilm Story Group. At one point, it was a Thryanta, a flying manta-like creature based on. Old Ralph Macquarie draw designs, which I'm loving the fact we're seeing a lot of Macquarie designs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's get, we're getting stuff closer and closer to his original design. Like the current X wings are are yeah. based on the Macquarie designs, or or are clo- are probably the closest to the Macquarie designs than the original X wings. Which I don't know. Could you, could you see the reverse if the Macquarie designs were the original X-Wings and then they evolved to the old, the original trilogy X-Wings? Or do you kind of like it better now? I think I like it better now that it's evolved to where it is. I, I like the sleeker look of the X-Wings now. I don't know. I like them both. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do too. But it, this kind of shows, okay, back in the day, you know, we had, you know, look at all the cars from the 70s. Aerodynamics wasn't, I mean, there was some thought behind it, but not a lot. Now there's a lot more thought behind aerodynamics. So you have a sleeker look to the X-Wings now as opposed to then. I, I think it's perfect. Well, also, it almost yeah. is like, um, if you look at the original X-Wings, oh, sorry, Derek. I was going to say, but the original X-Wings will always hold a place as a special place in my heart. Yeah. Which one um, did you have, the white one or the gray one with the battle damage decals? I had both. I did, too. (laughs) But if you look, the original X-Wings almost looks like the engines were added after it was built. Yeah. The newer ones looks like it was actually integrated as part of the original build. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Again, that's part, I I think it's part of that streamline Mm -hmm. effect. Uh, So, 
It continued to evolve into something scarier and uglier, briefly becoming an ice berth in the script before its final form. The jacuzzi, the jazz, the, uh, jacuzzi, the jacuzzi ended up being in the finished episode. Now, it's like some kind of a crab mixed with a lamp manta. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. The mouth kind of reminded me a little bit too of uh starlight pit with the yeah. damn teeth. Uh, but looking at this one, uh, I see where you say the crab. It's almost got that stone crab tail to it. Mm-hmm. Look wise. Uh, number six hyped up. There's a hint of hype's age when he recalls the days of the empire of his youth. And the empire has been gone for almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. So does this tell us, too, that Rodians age a lot slower than humans? Quite possibly. Um, Number seven, X marks the spot. First Order X-Wing drones are a new design for Star Wars, uh, made just for this episode, uh, according to Amy Beth Christensen. Uh, They're pared-down replicas of the First Order that the First Order TIE pilots use for practice. These drones have no cockpit and feature a few nods to early Clone Wars designs, like wings similar to the ARC-170 with some virtual cues to vulture droids. They're cool looking. Yeah, I didn't notice this when I first saw it. I thought they were just using drone X wings. Yeah. Well, I noticed they look different, but I didn't. I couldn't quite tell exactly. What I thought it was. was. Yeah, but I, I could definitely awesome, tell they were no, different. This is, this is awesome. Mm, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I I can almost see this as you go back and add a cockpit to this. I can see this being the next generation X wing. Hmm. Possibly, but it feels like a throwback also. Yeah, that's, the, what, that's what I'm saying. It was like 70 wings. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That would be cool. So instead of having the three wings, you got the four, sort of. So, yeah. Uh, any favorite moments for you guys that you all remember? Uh, well, I always, I like the, um, I like the, when they started doing their skirmish. On, it was, uh, it was kind of fun to see them um, having some dog fights and such. Yeah, yeah, and it was interesting to see the, diff- the different ways that they train versus how the new order trains. I mean, the first order, new order. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Ken? We, I, I, I like also that training on the ice moon and stuff, and seeing um, the aces actually have to figure out how to work more as a team and not as individual racers. Yeah, yeah. I think, and then my- learn dynamics. Yeah. I think one of my favorite lines came from, uh, oh, shoot, his name's gone blank. My, my mind's gone blank on his name. Which one? Head of a squadron, former rebel pilot. Kazza oh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Jerry, uh, Jaeger. Jaeger, yes. Why I forgot that, I don't know. I'm losing my mind. Um, Jaeger had, I think, the best line in the show. Uh, he did everything right for a racer, mm-hmm. but everything yeah. wrong as a pilot. Yeah. Well, that's what's great. Um, they bring in Kaz, and the racers know they're all better pilots than Kaz. But he's putting Kaz over as um, so much better than they are. They can't figure out what that is, not knowing that Kaz knows how to fly as a squadron member with wingmates and stuff. Well, right. I, I, I think I think it was that line that said it best. The only one who truly had pilot experience before was Griff. Yeah. You know, of course, you know, being an Imperial Imperial TIE pilot, but because you, you see him kind of trying to pull everyone together during the dogfights, 
But it, it was, um, I, I still think it was Jaeger's response, you know, comment of everyone, or, you know, he, he did everything right for a racer, but not for a pilot. Everyone there is a racer, not a pilot, given the exception of Jaeger, Griffin, and Kaz. So they're now all dealing with new thoughts of how to handle this. Right. So, um, so yeah, that's... Wow, short episode. That's all we got. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Another week. Oh, was... I did buy tickets this week. To what? For a little event going on in uh, December on the 19th. Me on the 20th. Oh, you're no, talking I'm... the preview stuff on the 19th. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to let you take lead on this one then, since you're, you're oh. usually our, our smuggler for this type of thing. Oh, yeah. Well, unless you're hiding underneath the, um, in somewhere like underneath the sands of a crate or something, something happened on last Monday. We got the final trailer for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, which the trailer on initial viewing has some cool stuff in it. But if you did slow it down and look, there is some amazing stuff that they slipped in here. Oh, yeah. You tell us what so speed I, to run at. I'm going to run it at quarter speed. Quarter Just because- I actually, um, I was I was actually watching the the game waiting for the trailer. Wait, there was and, that uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> that, was not, that was not a game. I didn't I didn't watch after the trailer. I just <laughs> I just watched up to the trailer. But anyway, so I watched the trailer and then I rewound it and I watched it again and then I rewound it and I watched it again. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, the nice thing about watching it on YouTube is you can actually slow it down. Yeah. Yeah. Because first shot we get is Ray running through the woods, but if you actually look, Ray's actually training here. Yeah. Cuz right. when she first runs through here, she drops a helmet, which you notice the blast shield is down. Yep. But over her left shoulder, okay, hold on, you see hold on, hold on. a so flying, shooting lasers at her. You forgot to tell us to hit play. Oh, sorry. So we can keep up with seconds. You. But if you look at the very beginning of that, yeah, go ahead and hit play. Um, but you see a little round ball shooting lasers at her. Looks very much like a training remote for Jedi. And I'm uh, waiting for it to catch back up to there now. There we go. I'm at the Lucasfilm. Okay. Yeah. See, you don't. You know, you you don't almost don't notice the ball if you watch it at full speed. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's all of a sudden you, the helmet drops. You look. Yeah, the blast shield on the front of the helmet is down. So someone told her about that training technique. Then you or just she, see her. Or she, with, or she read about it. Yeah. And and that's an A-wing pilot's helmet. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's a a record of Luke doing it on the Falcon. Could be. Possibly, yeah. Or you know what? No, who's she been flying the Falcon with? Chewie. That happened to be there when Han was there, or when Luke was learning that. Chewie. And it happens to have known many Jedi in his lifetime. BB-8. <laughs> Dio. Because remember, people that it's like you don't think about it, but wait, Chewie was around during the original Clone Wars, and even farther back than that, he was friends with Yoda. Oh yeah, we see that in the Clone Wars um, series and in um, Episode Two and Three. Or which one? The they were in Episode Two, right? No, no, no. Wookiees were in Three. Yeah, but Chewie was sitting there with them. Yeah. So then we continue through. Now there's a voiceover on all this, um, but I'm going to kind of skip that at the moment because we're just watching the visuals on some of this. But you see her jump a golf, which definitely she's using the force because that's a force leap across that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but um, then it flips to a scene very similar to the beginning of The Force Awakens where she's in a um, wreck of some sort, which I'm assuming this is more of the wreckage of the Death Star, but we'll find out when we get there. 
Uh, saying we almost see the reactor behind her, yeah, or a central tower. And for, especially when we see what we see later on in the one yeah. room that they're in. Yeah. Finn's got the um, voiceover right now, so you can see a shot of Finn looking across the um, from somewhere on a desert planet. So she's he's in a totally different place. Right. Do we think, um, well, I'll say, do we think she's on Endor? But if you look at this, this could almost be um, a moon like Yavin when you go to this next shot of the valley behind her. Right. Then you get the big shot here of uh, of um, Poe actually leading a briefing in a room full of pilots. And there is a um, new Mon Calamari in there also, and Lando. I was going to say, you got Lando almost dead center. Mm-hmm. We see Lando and 3PO. There's a Mon Cala in there. There's not a lot of aliens I notice in here. Um... But- Underneath the ladder, there's someone huge, but you, everybody's from behind, so you really can't tell. Right. But it's a briefing of some sort, but you can see that Poe has stepped up since uh, The Last Jedi. Correct. So, uh, Leia grooming him for that during The Last Jedi. And we, this is supposed to take place about a year or so after. Um, that's not fully confirmed, but I've heard all a lot of places, um, and I think Wikipedia has it as possibly about a year after Last Jedi. I want to know what this creature is by the ladder, especially with that rifle slung across his back. Yeah, it's someone big. It's a grimace. Another one's hatched, Derek. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong color. It's a special space grimace. Yeah. They're going to open up the first uh, McDonald's on Corsican. See, that's what happens when you bring peace and prosperity to the galaxy. You bring McDonald's with you. McRibs. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out um, what ship this is that they're under, but I can't. It's just in a hangar. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, it's just a uh, yeah. It's an overhang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next, we get Rose, and um, I don't remember the name. Hang on. If I go to these nice that's highlights, Monahan. that's Monahan. Is that? Yeah. What's that? Independent Conics. Yeah. Whoever that is. Yeah. That's, yeah. He was cut from Last Jedi. Okay. Yeah, Dominic Monaghan, yeah. Yeah, His character, he finally got in. Whoever that is, yeah. So we'll find out who he is. He's obviously a um, resistance lieutenant. And it, they all look concerned, which is a very common look in this trailer. Then we switch back to the jungle and You get so before, before we do that, you notice on the left side of the screen, back on the rose scene, there's somebody yeah. running by on something. That's a horse. Run- yeah. This is probably on the same moon that the Death Star stuff's on because that's the ho- one of the horses you see later on when they're all running across the um, top of a Star Destroyer. Yeah. So that would be part of Janna's group. Probably, yeah. And we do learn um, from, from a weird source, uh, but there was a um, Star Tours or Disney Parks blog put up a well, notice today. We'll get to that mm-hmm. next. Okay. We'll, that, the trailer. we'll get to that. <laughs> So moving on, we get um, a jungle shot of, like I said, Chewbacca, Poe, and Finn. And you, if you look in the background running across there, those look very much like Endor Commando. Mm, yep. So, it, I'm, I mean, I'm just assuming they have the same gear because oh. camo gear is camo gear in the in this galaxy, I believe. Yeah. And they're using what they, whatever they have. Yeah, right. Then we get a rebel blo- or a uh, blockade runner or a um, Krillian Corvette over the trees. I'm wondering, is that oh, the that tan- Does Leia still have her dad's ship? I thought the Tanta Five was destroyed or Tanta Five. Not, a, not any of the movies that I know of. It was um, confiscated by the Empire, but I don't know. Oh wait, no, Vader orders it destroyed, but we've never actually seen it. Right. Okay. So I had- according to canon, uh, according to canon, the C CR ninety Corvette, um, it was destroyed. Okay. Before the Corvette's like- destruction, C three PO and R two T two. Uh, escape Tatooine from one of the pods. Yeah. Uh, the Vader- Empire 
The Empire then announced that the Corvette was destroyed in a catastrophic meteor collision. So this is a different one, but I'm sure there was more than one Corellian Corvette. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah All theories. So. I can't wait to see what leads up to that, though. Yeah. There's a lot of large ships in atmosphere in this one. Which, yeah. That's the J.J. Abrams thing. Because remember, yeah. he did it in Star Two. We put the Enterprise under the ocean and then flew it through the sky. Oh, but wait. Yeah. We haven't got oh, yes. well, that part in the trailer. We'll get there. Yeah. But then we get to what we're assuming is more of the Death Star wreckage. Um, with Ray sitting on it, it's part of the battle that we've already seen before. But if you look, right. it's actually this shows there has um, this stuff has been here for a while because it's starting to rust and things. Yep. So yeah, we get Kylo coming out of the mist to come after her. Gotta wait for the trailer to catch up to it. And of course, you got Kylo talking doing the dialogue here. As we see him, he he takes over dialogue briefly. Yeah, yeah. and it's Kylo without the mask, which is interesting because we do see the mask later. Then we switch to the TIE fighters coming through. Now, a lot of people I've seen either way, one thinking this was on water, and I I don't think so. This this looks, I believe this is an actual asteroid because the TIE fighters don't have a reflection. Right, yeah. I, yeah, I just thought it was an asteroid of some sort. I mean, if you look at it, it looks like almost a mirror on the bottom. Not quite, but... Right. Now, this throne room looks interesting. This, when I first thought I saw it, I was thinking Corvon. This looked like a um, like an ancient Sith throne. Yeah. Yeah. The other thought I had, except for Palpatine's voice, was the Seven Sisters. Yeah. Or the Night Sisters throne. Yeah. On Dathomir. Yeah. Yeah. There's other things that might be throwbacks to things like the Clone Wars, too, once we get there. There's something that I didn't notice until I saw a meme of it, and I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't even notice that before. So once we get to that point. But that throne looks awesome. Yeah. Whatever it is. And we have yeah. Palpatine's yeah. voiceover on this one also. That he's been waiting for a long time for whatever's going on. Yeah. Then comes something yeah, then we get the right out of the Thrawn books. Yeah. It's a J.J. Abrams shot because it's the same shot he did with the Enterprise. Floor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now this one, stop it right as the Falcon starts to drop into frame. At oh, the... Oh, just, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, at the... Just... And uh, there... At the right before it goes at 101 at the one minute mark, because we everybody knows this is a shot of the fleet behind the Falcon. Mm-hmm. We know the ghost. There's no way of hiding that. Now, I've heard from a couple places they saw the um, Twilight in here. I've not seen that one. But okay. with the ghost, though, you notice there, there's no phantom on top. It's yeah, there's no second. There's no shuttle pod. Oh, no, that's on the back side. Yeah, but you but with the one that Ezra used to replace that had a tail on it that you have seen. Yeah, I didn't think you could see that over the gun turret. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, okay. I don't know if you can. What, well, you can which see, ship is hmm? what's which ship is the Twilight? The Twilight what? was Anakin's ship from um Right, Boat right, right. But I'm not seeing that anywhere. There's one on the bottom left that almost looks like the Outrider, but it's not. Yeah. Uh, you see there's a um there's a U Wing on the bottom. Yeah. Uh, we see a B frigate yeah. head on. But look directly under the Falcon, right above the red ship, there's a ship with two engines on either side. Do you guys recognize that at all? I thought that was the U Wing. No, no, no. This is, has two engines and then a fuselage in the middle. Let me copy this picture and send it to you guys from a different uh, there. Let me drop this in the chat and you guys. Uh, I had no. This may be a spoiler for things to come. If it shows up, there it is. Check the picture that I just put in the chat and then match that up with the trailer here. Uh-huh. That really, really looks like the Razor Crest. You see which one I'm talking about? Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me share a screen so I could. That's what I actually hang on. Let me share it so I can circle it. That's what I was going to Hang gonna on. Do. Yeah, flip yours off, Mike. Uh, okay. You see my right here. Waiting for it to. Okay, that's not where I was thinking. 
But if you look there, that looks very, very much like the Razor Crest. Actually, let's just leave the share screen on. But that looks like the Razor Crest very, very much. Yeah. That's a hammerhead there. There's a Nebulon B over here. I've uh, There's another person I saw that said they thought uh, maybe the Colossus was in here, but I'm not seeing that one. So let's keep this going a little bit. All I know That's is Carillion Corvette there, or a variation on one. Right. Um, hold on. Okay, pause, pause, pause. You're at quarter speed? Yeah, I'm running at quarter speed right now. Uh, do a start stop. Why? What are you seeing? I'm just trying to get a clearer image. Uh, of which ship? The background in general. I'm- well, let me back a little bit because there's actually a, um, if you stop it right as the Falcon drops into frame or right before it does, you get a pretty good view of everything except for what's obviously behind that. But right. But that's a that's a bomber there. Right. Looks like one of the bombs we saw from the Last Jedi. Um, this looks familiar. I'm not sure what it is. It looks like uh, looks like a ship from the game. One yeah. of the games. I think this one looks like something out of the Clone Wars almost. This is what I first thought was the Razor Crest almost, but no, this one here definitely is either the Razor Crest or it's the same ship type. Right. That's a U-wing down here. I'm trying to remember this what game that ship may be from. That's the know, one that almost is... looks like the Outrider, but there's a yeah. different game that was in. I'm assuming since they're supposed to be wrapping everything up with this, that we're going to see ships out of everywhere in this. Because this is the easy place to put cameos. <laughs> That's not the ship from Old Republic, is it? From Knights of I the Old Republic? I don't remember what the ship looked like. Or is it I don't sh- Or is it potentially a ship from uh, Force Unleashed? But I mean, there's hundreds of ships here, so. The only one I can think of that they thought may have been the Twilight would have been, hang on, let me drop this in place, is this one back here. Is the wings. But that's not, that's got wings on either side, not one on the side, one on the bottom. Right. Oh, I totally forgot that the Falcon was getting its round rectana back. Yeah. And that's the original round one, too. Yeah. The one right off the toy. Yeah. So, we ready to move on a little bit? This looks familiar also. That one and this one, they're the same ship, just different colors. But I won't, until we see the movie, we won't know what those, what some of these are. Oh, yeah. my God. Yes, 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 yes. What? Which ship you got? Check this out. This is... Look at this one still? Which one? This one? No. It's in this shot, it's behind the Falcon. Okay, let me back it up a little. Ah, too far. I love this ability with the okay. um with YouTube. So you, so you see the, the here? You see the Razor's Edge? Yeah, or the go, Razor Crest. Razor Crest. Go up and to the right. That this one. one? Yes. Okay. Tell me it does not look like this. It's the Google page with the search link. Ah, it's going to bring it up on the screen here, but... That's fine. Kind of. We can get a front-on view of that. This one actually looks like one of the ships that's out there. Yep. That is the, okay, from the side view, or if you look at that one from the front, that looks like the one also. I'll show you in a minute once I get back to that one, but. That's the hammerhead. Did it? Oh, I thought hammerhead went the other way, but okay. No, it was a north-south head. Is this the one you're talking about? Yeah. It's possible. That's very close. This one is the, is a hammerhead here, I believe. Yeah, that's a hammerhead. But, no, there's a lot of really recognizable ships if you actually go through and look through this um, at the one-minute mark on this. Yeah. But move forward, because we're only a minute into a two-minute trailer. So, But, yes, the Falcon has the original radar dish back, or one very similar. And, actually, if you zoom in as this goes, you can see Chewie, and I can't tell who's flying. That's Lando. Was that Lando? Yeah. Okay. Then we get to um, Ray and Chewie in the cockpit uh, with um, Finn and Poe and uh, 3PO coming in. I like whatever he's wearing. Finn's wearing on his right wrist. Play that back because it yeah. almost looks like Mando gauntlets or yeah, it does yeah. or clone gauntlets because that looks like there's technology on that. Yeah, there's a really good view of it. Yeah, and he's got it on the other one as well. Cosplayers are going to be doing exactly what we're doing now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
which is awesome. And I don't know, Poe, this whole thing looks like... Uh, um, Brandon Fraser from The Mummy. Huh? Yeah. Well, a lot of people have been comparing him to Han Solo anyway. Well, he looks like a um, new version of uh, Indiana Jones in this guy, in this costume. Brandon Fraser from The Mummy. Yeah. Yeah, I see that, yeah. Then we get to Ray and Kylo, and they're beating on each other with these lightsabers on this. They're swinging them like clubs. We get an explosion on a Star Destroyer. Yep. If you look in the shadows, that's actually the front of a Star Destroyer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let me zoom, get this to it again. That's quite the explosion, too. Yeah. Go back Either that or, or that's right in front of a Star Destroyer. Yeah, yeah maybe. engines here, and these are the old Imperial Star Destroyers, not First Order Star Destroyers. Yeah, okay, I just see the engine pod now. Mm-hmm. We zoom this back a second. There you go. You see more of the actual. There's yeah. the con tower, and then the no, that's beside the Star Destroyer. Yeah, because that's the because we're looking down the one edge. That's that's the uh, starboard most engine. Yeah, it looks like that's the actual line of the edge of the Star Destroyer. Yeah, we're looking from from uh, from the aft starboard aft towards the bow. Sorry, with the nautical terms, we're looking from the rear to the front, right side. Then we get back to the moon where the Death Star is at, and tell me this doesn't look like just a, a modified version of the crate sleds. Yeah, and it does not look safe. Yeah, those wings look like they're just fall, they're just kind of attached, slow, nice and loose. <laughs> Who's in that ship? Do that look like at least Poe and three PO. Possibly, hang on. I think yeah, maybe Finn. No, that's Ray there. Uh, so hard to tell. No, that's Ray. Definitely, that's her robes. I can't tell if anybody else is in there with her, though. Maybe not. Yeah, that maybe. Could be sure. Well, that could be the lead up to their lightsaber duel. Yeah. <laughs> then we. Oh, what was this guy's name? I have it on another article, real quick. The look little how tiny little he dude. is. Huh? I said, look how tiny he is. I know. Where'd he go? There. Bob Boba Frick. Frick. Oh, yeah. I want the Black Series C-3PO just for Babu Frick. Yeah, and you see him working on the C-3PO. What was that, Derek? So I want a life-size toy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is the Black Series figure. An actual size. <laughs> One-for-one scale. Yeah. That's right. But this leads into the only somewhat tear-jerking moment of the shit, of the... um trailer and that oh, is trivio's yeah. line here because they're sitting here and you see zori bliss for the first time actually clearly in a shot in a shot she's sitting here with poe ray and um finn and the bb8 and dio checking out 3po and they ask him what's going on and 3po tells him i'm looking at my friends for the last time i can only imagine this is what leads up to the red eye moment yeah yeah i think it's reprogrammed or something mm. and and zori still has her Helmet on. Yeah. I don't think she takes it off probably for the whole thing. I don't know. It wouldn't be the first time they brought in someone named and um, they never they actually stayed under the mask the whole time. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Stormtroopers. We, but we get through 3PO's line here. Then the next couple shots, because it talks about his friends, then they show Ray and Finn, and the next couple shots, are not, I don't think they're here. They're somewhere else. Because it shows yeah. you know, an R2, but it almost looks like that's a shot from A New Hope, from the throne room scene. Yeah, I noticed that too. Uh, no. This looks very much like the um, shot from A New Hope. Yeah, yes. On R2? Yeah, but it's from the metal ceremony. No, it's not from the metal ceremony. It's from the, um, oh, shoot, where is that? Oh, from the control room? After, when? For the no, battle? No, it can't be during the battle. Yeah, because R2 is with R2, Luke. Because this looks almost like the old 3PO costume, too. Yeah. 
unless they did a recreation of this scene because that looks definitely on the right, like the um, generals from. Unless, unless that's from um, Force Awakens after they discover the map. Possibly. We'd have to go back and look. I mean, this could be new shot for this movie, but right. it could also be J.J. showing 3PO's friends. Because right. really, if you think of the amount of time we've seen on screen, 3PO has not spent any time with anybody in, in this. No. Other than Chewbacca and uh, R2. Right. And um, Leia, but we see we do get the R2 and 3PO shot, we get Chewbacca, and we get the this Christmas. The next shot is kind of cool. It's on a First Order base of some sort because it's First Order Stormtroopers getting shot down. This Christmas. Yes. We get the shot that this one was from The Force Awakens. It's just a different angle on it. Yeah. Of and Ray. With a background change. Yes. But hugging out. This may be the same hug that fit, was the end of The Force Awakens. There's a different angle of it. Then we get a shot on this on the skiff that they we've seen before. And you get BB-8 launching off those canisters that we saw in the, uh, in the other trailers. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody cheering. This is just more angles of the same. Then we get to Lando and Chewie flying the Falcon. We yeah. get a great shot of a Y-Wing attacking a, a, or a TIE fighter and attacking a uh, Star Destroyer from underneath. That looked like Zora's Y-Wing. Was Zora Bliss is supposed to have a Y-Wing? Yeah. She's, okay. She comes. She's the one of the main figures in the Lego Y-Wing set. Ah, okay. <clears throat> then we get another... Um, Words of the saga will end. We see the, the horses from earlier in the sh- in the trailer. Now, actually, ro- with Janna running across the deck, it, that has to be a Star Destroyer, as it looks like. Mm. <laughs> and BB-8, if you watch, is actually keeping up with them, no problem. So when he was just barely moving across the desert on Jakku, I think he was faking it. <laughs> He's hauling there. Different surface. Yeah, yeah. you know, sand is tougher to move on. Well, we do know from Anakin, it's coarse, and it gets everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus, this can... the other big shots. The, oh. This throne room from Return of the Jedi. Yes, it is. Yeah. Because if you had any question at all, look at the chair underneath the window. That is the Emperor's throne. So this is definitely Death Star 2. Oh, yes. Yeah. And you see here the catwalk from above that got yeah. knocked down. Because I, so, yeah, I doubt there was a throne room on the original Death Star. I don't know. Krennic may have wanted one for him. Or Tarkin. <laughs> Yeah. So um, then we get Finn running across the wreckage on the outside that that we've seen Ray and Poe or Ray and Kylo. This year, I know I you get a stark white either First Order or Imperial room. You know it's that because of the tech. Hang on just a second. If you look at the lights on the walls, that's Imperial or First Order. It looks almost unless that's Bespin. It almost looks like Cloud City, but nobody else has those vertical lights like that. The pill shaped lights. Yeah, but remember, Cloud City was taken over by the Imperials. So maybe. Maybe they did that. Possibly, but what Ray and Kylo destroy here, if you give me half a second, let me get to the shot. I think... That looks like the Emperor. Now, look at this as it spins. The top of the head of whatever the statue is. That's Vader's mask. I think it's Vader. No, no. Too short. Ah, crud. Hang on. Yeah, but if it's just a statue... Yeah, if it's just a statue... It's supposed to be representation. It's not actually his, his stuff because um, his armor was burned up, remember? Right. And we saw in The Force Awakens that it's all ash and melted and everything else. Yeah, but that go to the beginning of that scene. That almost looks like Palpatine, a statue of Palpatine. Yeah, the head doesn't look right, though, is the problem. It's the hood. Possibly. But that's that's interesting in this, but watch Ray's left hand. Uh. There. What's What dagger does she have? Mm-mm. Now, this is what I saw a meme of. You remember on Mortis in the Clone Wars? 
yeah. the daughter Obi-Wan to find a certain weapon to use against the brother. Remember there was a dagger? Yeah. This looks very much... Let me see if I can um, find a picture of it real quick. I probably spelled it wrong, but... Aha, here we go. Images. Well, that's one of the images of it, but... And uh, look at the picture that popped up. There's the one from here. Find a good image of it. Uh, Stop, stop. Scroll up one. One row. Third picture in from the left. That one? Yeah. That from the trailer we're watching now. I know. It's a good... This is good screen capture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was looking to see what it looks like in the um, the original dagger looked like. Some, it's close enough that that may be, because if I remember right, wasn't that dagger designed to destroy the dark side or something like that? I think so. Or to fight the dark side? So this, I don't know. What this is being used now, it would be another way to tie in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Even blown up, I'm still not seeing Vader's head. There? Yeah. Well, we'll find out in about two months. No. Yep. <laughs> there you see it a little bit better, but... The next shot we get is another one of Finn and Poe, and then um, a back shot of uh, racing across the top of a Star Destroyer, which is cool because we've never really got that close up on the deck of a Star Destroyer. Yeah, looks that great. Shot above. So. If you look, these look like they're actually coming down. Those are landing craft or something. But we do see something we've not seen in the um, sequel trilogy. You get an X-wing and a B-wing. Yep. Yep. But we have seen, we did see Moncala uh, ships in that other sh- shot, <laughs> and in the uh, Rebel brief or the Resistance briefing sh- shot, we saw there's a Man- Moncala officer. Now the B wings were Moncala ships, if I remember, weren't they? Yeah, they were designed by a Mon Calamari. Yeah. If you remember from Rebels. Yeah, but if the Mon Calamari sent more ships to them, uh, you would think they would send more B wings also. Yeah, this looks like a single single uh, person ship. Because there yeah. were there were some that had there were some that were two people. You had one in the upper cockpit and one down at the at the tail. And the gun. Yeah. Oh, okay. There was a gun. Well, of the Jedi were all single pilot. Yeah. Yeah. The other ones I think were from um, Rebels, wasn't it? Uh, a lot of the Rebels ones were single pilot as well. But there were there were a variation with double. You had a wasn't pilot it, and a gunner. Wasn't it just that one prototype though that been. they that they they got in Rebels? It's possible. Yeah, it's well, possible. We move on from there to see more Kylo Ren on a wreckage of some sort, because you see all the flashing and lightning behind him, so I'm assuming that's back on this moon. Um, then Ray. Now, this mm-hmm. shot, if you watch, this is the, obviously the Emperor. But yeah. look at the movement of this. Whatever he's on is walking. Yep. It's Darth that's not Maul. Well, I was thinking, yeah, Darth Maul's spider legs underneath a throne, or the life support unit, or whatever it is that he's on. So, trying to think. Uh, oh, wait, there is more. Unless this is a, this, unless it's a walking throne that he has. That's what I'm thinking. This last yeah. shot of Ray, the lightsaber beside her, um, you get Luke's voiceover of um, the force will be with you, and I didn't catch it the first time through. I thought it was he said the voice will be the force will be with you always, but my wife Vicky actually caught Leia says always. It's Leia says always. Yeah. Yeah. So the other thing that uh, during all of this we're watching is like Leia or Ray is running around with um, still has Luke's lightsaber and stuff. But if you remember from The Last Jedi, that lightsaber was cut in half and broken. At some point here, she mm. actually um, rebuilt that lightsaber. Well, it's supposed to be slightly smaller, too. Okay, how do I turn off the screen sharing now? Uh... Aha, there we go. So, yeah, that was the trailer, like I said. Um, but Ray's running around with the lightsaber that was destroyed at the, in the last movie. So, hopefully we'll get some um, information on where how she figured out how to rebuild it. Right. So, um, and this, the nine highlights of the trailer, um, I think we've covered all the stuff that, all the big stuff in there, I think. Yeah. 
But yeah, there's uh, I'm, lo- I'm looking. So, but um, it, that the great thing about this trailer is we saw a lot in this trailer. I still have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, get your tickets now. I'm hearing a lot of the preview nights and opening day stuff is almost sold out. I already got mine. I'm going um, six o'clock day now. Star Wars Sundays I with IMAX. I'm not going opening either. I'm probably going the week of Christmas at some point. Now each Sunday from December 22nd through January 12th. Guests who purchase a ticket to see Rise of Skywalker at AMC and IMAX will receive a special um, Dan Mumford print. Uh, hmm. Now, Star Wars Saturdays with IMAX at Regal, you will get a collectible ticket featuring art from Tom Wallen. There's three tickets yeah, I there. Have, I have one of the ones from uh, the Rise of or, um, The Last Jedi. I actually have two of it because I got one for me and one for Vicky, but because we went and saw IMAX up in Cleveland. Alamo Drafthouse is part of their ticket promotion. You can add um, commemorative issue of birth movie, uh, an all Star Wars issue of birth movies, death, and two Mondo designed glasses, uh, light side and dark side. Um, from Adam tickets, you can get a uh, frame collector's ticket. So, nice. And then on December 20th, yes, the movie comes out, but Star Tours, the adventure continues, or the adventures continue, we'll get a Rise of Skywalker update. Yes. And they let, let slip some stuff that I don't know if they were supposed to let it slip this way, because <laughs> it's never been released anywhere else that I've seen. Right. Yeah. Uh, among the additions is Kef. Beer, the ocean moon from Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. And this is where the Death Star is located. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to know where is Kef Beer in relation to the to the indoor system? Yeah. Well, the next story on here that um, Star Wars Newsnet had had a little bit more information on this because they had some of the same questions. So and they said this, I guess Endor has nine moons. So is this one of the nine moons on Endor? I guess it would have to. Okay, Could well, it be that? Moons have sorry. Okay, here's the other question: It's the forest moon of Endor. Is the yeah? Is the moon where the Ewoks inhabit? Is that Endor? And what's the planet that's associated with? No, Endor. Endor is the planet. It's the forest moon of Endor. Yeah, I think it's it's the um yeah it, like Derek said it's the forest moon that surrounds Endor or that orbits Endor. Okay, so yeah. so Keith so Keith Beer is the ocean moon. If indoor, well, we know that Star Wars planets only have one climate on each planet. Yeah, <laughs> that's just the way Star Wars has always been. Yep, Tatooine is all desert. Coruscant is all city. Hoth <laughs> is all ice. Yeah, that's just the way it works. Endor is all forests. Yeah. So, um, so obviously, uh, with with the news about the ride, we know that this is where parts of the wreckage of Death Star Two is seen and we are not on the forest moon of indoor uh it remains to see to be seen if keith burr is one of the indoor systems nine moons it'd be interesting if all nine moons wound up with parts of the wreckage leaving a glimmer of hope for fans dying to see the return of the ewoks (laughs) so maybe that one jungle planet is actually more of the forest and that's the forest moon considering we're seeing the pathfinders in the background Mm -hmm. or the update to the pathfinders the new uh, the new republic and then later on the resistance may have kept a base on and on the forest moon yeah uh, looking at our time, I'm going to go ahead and jump ahead. Uh, Disney Plus released the dates for season one, The Mandalorian, for this week. Yes, I am loving the fact that this is not going to be a dump and binge. Yeah. So, 
Uh, the premiere episode will be landing November 12th. I don't know about you guys, but I'll probably be watching it three times. Mm-hmm. In a row. Um, Favreau has also begun writing content for season two. Uh, and then may actually pull double duty directing an episode of season two. But here are the dates for The Mandalorian. Episode one, November 12th. Episode two, November 15th. That's interesting. Yeah, it drops on Tuesday. Then uh, the next episode's on Friday, yeah. which is for a while, but doesn't stay there the whole time. November, uh, episode three, November 22nd, which is the following Friday. Now, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Episode four, November 29th. Episode five, December 6th. Episode November, s- I mean, December 6th. May 9th is my birthday. Well, happy birthday to you from John Favreau. Yes. Uh, episode five, December sixth. Episode six, December thirteenth. Episode. This is where it gets really after this. Because if you look at they frame this, yeah, the end of the Mandalorian has to, or um, there's something that has to do with the rise of Skywalker. Once you get to seven and eight, look at the way they changed it. Seven comes seven, out December eighteenth, which is that Tuesday, the day before the Skywalker premieres. That okay? That's a Wednesday. Uh huh. Well, maybe they know. They released it that Friday. They're going to get poor results because everyone's going to be off at the theater watching Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering if the reason the Razor Crest is um, is in that one shot. Could be, too. Makes you wonder, could the Mandalorian make a cameo? Mm -hmm. It is possible. Uh, And then episode 8, December 27th. That's back to Friday, but it's way after the movie releases. Now, going back to the ghost, Mm -hmm. when Zoe saw it in the trailer, her first comment... I wonder if Sabine's in on, is on it. <laughs> right. Well, then that would mean Ahsoka and Sabine have found Ezra. Possibly. Or have found out what's happened to Ezra. At this point, could it just be Jason with his own crew? Or could Hera still be around? Possibly. Well, we know that the ship needs more more than one person to actually fly into battle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They'll be curious I mean, to what, see. But you need more than that if you're going to have people running the guns and everything else. Well, the next question so, is, too. Does Jason have force? Is he force enabled? Or he force should be. User? Yeah. So, but if you're a Verizon customer, I'm AT and T. Well, hang on half a second. Um, on that last story, still, you see, there's actually a an, an, um, synopsis. I don't know if we've actually read this one for the Mandalorian on this. It, I don't know. Have, did you re- see that on there? Yeah, I thought we've done the synopsis <laughs> in the past. This is part of the press release, so I didn't know if it was a new one or not. I'm looking, well, it may not have any actual new information. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think it did. But here's new yeah. information. I'm an AT&T customer, so this doesn't help me. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Who do you have, Ken? Sprint. I have, me? I have Verizon, but. It doesn't help you either. I already <laughs> signed on for your deal. Um, but if you hadn't, Verizon's going to give you a year of Disney Plus for free. That is pretty cool. Now, Verizon's going to offer all. But it's for, okay, for all new and existing Verizon Wireless Unlimited customers, new Vios home internet customer, and 5G home internet customers a year of Disney Plus for free. So that will give Disney Plus million subscribers right off the bat when it launches. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which will help it gain traction as it competes against Netflix, Amazon, HBO, and Apple. I'll admit with Apple TV... They have listed some some shows. That I'm like, ooh, I'm really interested. Crap, it's on Apple TV. Yeah, yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> I am not. 
I don't want to buy, I have a Roku box. I don't want to buy an Apple TV box unless I could get an Apple TV app. I thought you could if you had the um, Apple devices. I could get it for my iPad and my phone, but I want it on the Roku so I can watch it on TV. You can't stream it from your phone or your I I could have been a pain in the butt. So, um, so yeah. Um, is Apple TV available on Xbox and PlayStation? Oh, you don't, don't have those either. So. I don't have, uh-huh, funny. <laughs> Why don't you play everything on um, computer, so? You're so funny. <laughs> uh, and then quickly, from the smugglers... Can we say Smuggler's Archives or Smuggler's Data Bank? Smuggler's Data Bank. There we go. Uh, coming out, book-wise, Tuesday the 29th, Lost Stars Volume 3 with uh, Claudia Gray. It's a paperback graphic novel from Yen Press. On the 30th, Dr. Afra Annual Number 3. It's the final annual for Dr. Afra. Um... Also coming out, Journey to Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, Allegiance, number four. Um, and Star Wars Adventures, Return to Vader's Castle from IDW on the 30th. And then find it, the solicits that just came out this week for May, or for January, I'm sorry, um, from Marvel Comics. Star Wars 1 and 2 are being released that month. Mm. Um, there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 variant covers for issue 1 and 2 for issue, issue 2. Wow. Is there a uh, JTC? No, there's not. Mm. Not listed, but there's a party variant cover by TBA. Wonder if that if it's JTC and it's a similar party as what the first one was. I'm getting uh-huh. um, Adam Adam Hughes has one. Of the, he has the Luke variant cover. Jim Bartel's <laughs> got the Leia variant cover. Um, so yeah, issue one is going to be forty pages, four ninety nine. Issue two, thirty two pages, three ninety nine. Also, two coming out will be Star Wars: The Rise of Kylo Ren, number two. It's two of four. Oh, yeah. And apparently this is uh, Snoke sinks his claws in. Young Ben Solo faces the Knights of Ren with the new Jedi school in ruins and fellow students hot on his trail for murdering for the murder of their master. Ben Solo flees to the only friend he has left in the galaxy, a man named Snoke. Snoke. I'm just going to leave that. That sound intriguing. Yes. So, um, yeah. Any final thoughts? Man, I can't wait to see. We, we, yeah. we did a lot of discussion on, on the trailer, and I think it's great discussion. Now comes the so in the until it comes out. In the next two months, we have uh, uh, The Rise of Skywalker. The Mandalorian. 150 TV spots for The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, we have So we have The Rise of Skywalker, The Mandalorian, and uh, Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order, the game. Yep. Yeah. Hence why, we, hence why we had it. Triple Force Friday. Yeah, but yeah. with um, Disney Plus, we get mo- almost all of the mo- Star Wars movies, plus Clone Wars, plus Rebels. Right. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how we're going to find anything else. When, when start? When's Clone Wars dropping? So it should be dropping actual, right away, right? No, the original oh. episodes come with the, the launch. I believe February is when the new season drops. Okay. Is it February? I thought it was a little later. Yeah, you might be right. I thought it was February. Either that or they've not told us exactly. They just said early next year. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Thought for February. 
Wow. Plus all the Marvel stuff and everything else, like um, the actual Lady and the Tramp live action movie is supposed to launch at the launch of Disney Plus. Yeah, there's supposed yeah. to be some couple Marvel things. Well, but uh, yeah. any other final thoughts? Nope. Uh, there's only one thing left to be said. Then give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jet, I can hold it. Pull up. No, I'm all right. Placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2! Give yourself to the dark side.